Hey there, I'm Sarah Zarella, a portrait and wedding photographer and your host for Wedding Secrets Unveiled. This is a podcast where we cut through the complexity of wedding planning, leaving you with everything you need to know directly from the industry experts. If you want to simplify your wedding planning while having fun, of course, you came to the right place. Join me while I guide you through your planning, starting from your engagement to your big day where you say, I do. After photographing for the past 19 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you will find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh, honest take on the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled Podcast, friends. Today, I have Carrie Sweet Ziak. She is the owner and lead makeup artist of Pro Radiance Artistry. She is going to also have her lead hairstylist, Krista, join her. And today, we're going to talk about all of the topics that your hair and makeup stylist want you to know but doesn't feel comfortable letting you know. So what we mean by this is, are you someone that is going to be getting married or be in a wedding or known someone that's getting married, then this is the podcast episode for you if you are thinking about getting professional hair and makeup done for this event. We're gonna talk a little bit about some tips that you should know that maybe you don't know or someone feels a little uncomfortable letting you know about how to prep and get prepared to have the most successful experience for your hair and makeup. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a little bit of an uncomfortable conversation that the three of us have. Well, welcome, ladies. Hi. Thank you for having us. We're so excited Mm -hmm. to be here. I'm excited that you're back. Your episode, by the way, was one of our most downloadable, no, down, most downloaded, it, what is it, downloadable, downloaded? I feel like downloaded. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mo- most downloaded episode, one of them. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm honestly shocked to hear that because you have so many um, awesome vendors on here. Well, I don't know, Carrie. But, um, <laughs> I, I guess I'm flattered. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that said, ladies, why don't you tell our new listeners who you are, who you serve, and what you do in your business? Sure. So, yeah, we have a I, – I don't know whether to call it a salon or a studio, but it's definitely ever-changing in the last 10 years we've been in business. But we have a place in East Greenwich where we offer – Hair, makeup, spray tans, facials, eyelash lifts, and tinting. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like it's all encompassing beauty. The only thing we're missing, I think, is are probably like massages. There you I'd go. Like to get that in there at some point. And it's called Pro Radiance. Pro Radiance Artistry. Pro Radiance. Yeah. Um, artistry, right? And then who do you have sitting to the right of you? Oh, God. <laughs> um, so this is Krista. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, yeah, so I've been um, Carrie's, I guess, head hairstylist for weddings. Um, how long has it been? Uh, ten, ten, ten years. Ten years, actually, in April. Two of us. Yeah. yeah. Little small studio above the bridal garden yeah. in East Greenwich. I met Krista through 
actually a woman who owned a business like myself, where her and I worked for her. Yeah, and then we just and then we just kind of. I came went off back. And, you came back. Yeah. To Rhode oh, yeah. Island. I yep. moved to Nashville. Yes. You got and in then touch I with came me back and got in touch with you. Yeah. And that's and then the rest is history. Carrie, yeah. you opened up Pro Radiance Artistry yep. as the lead makeup. Yep. And then you brought on Krista yeah. as your lead hairstylist. Yeah, so yeah. we've been we've been through a lot. A lot of <laughs> a lot of ups and downs. Oh, yeah. And that's we, what even brought like you work here and today. personal lives too. We've been Oh, yeah. through a lot. And that's what brought you here today. Yeah. So just for the listeners, I actually go to Carrie. I get facials, and Carrie does my makeup when I decide I have to do makeup. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we were just talking. I was telling her about how you guys loved her first episode, and you brought up a great topic that we're going to talk about today, which is... The awkward topics that sometimes professionals don't want to discuss, but they're just going to tell you. Yeah. So the people who are listening are really going to get the inside scoop of the beauty world. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's anonymous. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, that's the thing. So it's funny. So Carrie really wanted to talk to you guys, obviously, about the stuff that a lot of times us as professionals want to tell you, but we just don't, right? Yeah, and I think now that, like, TikTok and the Reels um, have become, obviously, a big thing, it seems like people are kind of capitalizing on things that are not said, and, and it becomes a little bit more light and funny and, I, know, I guess, I, educational. And I think that, and I remember when you were talking to me, you were, you were really nervous about doing it, but I, I was like, no, we have to do yeah. this, because I think for you all who are listening, this is why you are, right? Yeah. So, like Krista said... All the stories that you're about to say will be anonymous. No one will know. But then someone who's listening can learn. Yes. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, some people, I think, really, truly don't. They think no. it's okay to show up with wet hair. Well, let's talk like, about that. You know, you and I literally want to be like, are you kidding me right now? Like, come on. So let's talk about that. Let's start diving in. Okay. So you girls want to discuss, basically, let's t start with fake hair. T talk okay. to me about this. I mean, not fake hair, wet hair. Wet hair. Well, talk there's also about, about the fake hair, too. Well, we'll talk about okay. that. All right. So um, talk to, like, I, I, what do you mean, wet hair? I thought you do show up with wet hair. No, no. Unless oh, unless right. you are, you know, getting a blowout, then. Yeah, that's a separate service. That's a separate service. But if you're wanting your hair up, down, curled, clean, dry hair. Yeah. The, the whole myth of, like, dirtier the better, No. Okay, so basically what you guys are saying is if you are a bride or a bridesmaid or a friend and you're going to get your hair styled the day of the wedding or a trial, you do, sh do not show up with wet hair. No, unless you are signed up, let's say, to get a blowout. Because now you have to dry their hair. Yes. Correct. And all of the on this topic, it's mainly because we're under time constraints. Yeah. If they have to take out a blow dryer and blow dry someone's hair, that is time mm -hmm. that hasn't been allocated for in the timeline. So, therefore, it's going to set us back. Set us back. And so that's obviously something that you can really mess up a timeline. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, amongst other things that happen, but... I mean, they'll have, we'll walk in with bridesmaids that have wet hair because they just got out of the shower. Fine. 
go blow dry it. Just yeah, don't sit they... in my chair with wet hair. Right. So, okay, girl, uh, note to self, ladies, you have to be drying your hair. What about dirty hair and you just said something about fake hair? So talk to me about this. Yeah, so, you know, especially this season, a lot of them were wearing them down or half up, half down. And a lot of the girls had the clip-in extensions or just like the halo extension. That adds time. So when it's your time to get your hair done and I'm say, you know, what are we going to do? And they're like, oh, I want to wear it down and I have these extensions. Well, we that wasn't counted for. So it sets you back. Or they hand them to you and they're a hot mess from the previous wedding that they were in. So that takes more time to comb them out, you know. So it's just if you're going to put any type of extensions in your hair, we just need just give us the heads up. So there you go. So that's the tip. Yes. So basically, like it basically if you're not walking in with clean, dry hair, you need to let your hairstylist know of anything like hair extensions. Yeah. If you want to blow out fake hair, yeah. clean your hair. And that should all be like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Some people, t- there's a couple times people take the dirty to the extreme. Well, that's yeah. the thing. And it's a lot easier to dirty, yeah. clean hair than try to get dirty hair clean. So I got a question for you. Why did that start? Why? Where did that rumor come from? So I started doing hair 20 years ago. So like, you know, the 2000s. And the style was, I don't know if you remember, but the very like slick, like it was, it was just a different style. So actually back then the dirty hair worked. Now it's that more like textured, whimsical. Well, when you have greasy hair, there's no softness. <laughs> there's no softness happening. So that's why we like, you know, forget the dirty hair. If you have to wash, you know, the day of, the morning of. But I mean, and people kind of know, like some people can go a few days without washing their hair. But, you know, common sense. Okay. So tip one, hair clean, dry. Yes. If you have extensions, let your stylist know. Yes. Ahead of time. And then have them, like, kind of combed out and ready to go. Yeah. You can't just show up with a bag. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. Knotted. Yeah. The thoughts that are going through my head. (laughs) All right. So myth number two, I want to talk about, if we went from head, can we talk about lashes? What's the deal with lashes? Um, I think with the lashes, some people will show up with lashes that they've already used with glue on them that they took out that are like squished in a box or in the original case and the answer to that is no you can throw those in the garbage (laughs) (laughs) um one it's not sanitary two they're not gonna look as good nine out of ten times they have mascara on them already so for you to put them on the eyelash when they're just a mess it's not good but The bottom line with lashes is people always ask, do I need lashes? The answer to that is yes. Everybody needs lashes. It's just going to – it just looks so much better. I I mean, no matter who you are, what size shape, what shape face you have or what size eyes you have, like it's just going to look better. And I kind of knew the answer. I kind of set you up for that because I just know as a photographer, for me, I I, I just know. You have to have the fake lashes. But I got a question for you. Yeah. What about the extensions? 
okay. that's going on there. I hate them. Okay. Because I knew that because I showed up one time, sat in your chair. Just uh, FYI, guys, if you're listening to this and you're someone that did one of these, it's okay because I'm telling you right now, I did. I sat in Kara's <laughs> chair. Like, someone told me I needed to do eyelash extensions. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Just like someone just told me I needed to, like, I don't know, tint my eyebrows. So if you see me lately, I have these tinted eyebrows. I never knew it was a thing. Oh, my God. They look good. Well, thanks. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take. So, yeah. okay. So I'm supposed to be doing this? Love that. All right. Cool. But so anyway. the eyelash tinting. Yeah. The lash lifting. The eyebrow tinting. Love it. Okay. Because I sat in your chair with some extensions. Yeah. You're like, what is this? So the- <laughs> No, I love the extensions. The, the aesthetic of them is beautiful. Um, they're great for your honeymoon, but it, as far as the wedding day, I don't like them because when you're doing the eyeshadow, it falls into the extensions. So your extensions go from being really black and highlight your eyes to being more of like a gray. A gray. I remember you saying that to me. And then putting liner with the extensions is a little bit difficult. So I just, I I prefer no extensions and putting like a strip on that's just my preference and i just think it comes out better in photos well honestly though all do like all joking aside guy like i sat in your chair you told me this i mean obviously you know if you you're not saying if you the extensions not to have them you're saying for your wedding day remove them like yeah. don't go out and get them because i actually saw what you did with my makeup i did see like you fixed it but i could you showed me i could start to see the black turn gray and you had to keep putting yeah so so i can wet a spoolie and and try and get it out but you're not really supposed to put mascara on the extensions and i just don't feel like it it ends up being as dark as you like want it to be don't worry i don't have them anymore (laughs) they're too much maintenance (laughs) but anyway so so there you go tip for the listeners uh, if you're going to sit in that makeup chair on your wedding day, just remove the extensions. But you like the eyebrow tinting? I love the eyebrow tinting. Right. Um, the lash lifts are great, too. What's this? I didn't hear about these lash lifts. So if you curl your lashes, a lot of women use the lash curlers. Yeah. It kind of just takes that away because they're semi-permanently curled. But another thing is there are lash artists that will curl them too much, and that's also a problem. Mm. I've had people that have like lashes that are so curly that I can't even get eyeliner on their eyes because their lashes are swooped up on top of the lash line. So that's a hard no too. <laughs> <laughs> I am learning. Listen, I I sat down. I got my eyebrows threaded the other day. The girl was like, "You need a lash tint." I'm like, "Okay, let's try yeah, that." Yeah, girl, you're looking fresh. See, I See, love I'm it. I'm getting my facials. Well, with your you. eyebrows highlight your face, like shape your face. But see now, but now we're letting people know, like, watch those lashes for your day of your wedding. Yeah, just honestly, I think maybe the takeaway is like, just when you go for your trial, they just need to ask you these questions. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> most people do, which is obviously helpful. No, but not everybody has someone that's gonna let them know. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. All right. So we got lesson learned. We got the hair. We got the lashes. Give me something else here. What about? Um, what about the coloring? I got a, like just like I got a question for you. I on my wedding day, I remember that if I look back at the pictures now, I'm like, what? I was not even thinking this. I needed to. If you color your hair, <clears throat> make sure right. I'm, I'm probably like make sure you get it colored beforehand. Like what's going? Like tell me what you guys suggest as far as the coloring goes of the hair. I guess it depends on you know sometimes if they're having a you know. 
they're getting married in the summer. They come in springtime for their trial and they're like, oh, I'm going to be getting my highlights touched up before the wedding. I think it just it just depends as far as I don't suggest you try to change your color completely different. You know, um, I just I just remember on my wedding day, I got my hair colored very very like I want to say like within the same week and I I would say you'd be good with two weeks thank you that's what I was gonna yeah, tell you two I, weeks is... I look back at my pictures and I can see like I can still see the color look. yeah it's it was just a yeah it, it's, no one else could see it but I could so I was just like oh note to self if I ever have a friend getting married I'm gonna let them know don't color their hair the week that they're getting married mm-hmm. yeah two weeks you should be fine yeah. yeah and that way you can fix it if it yeah. needs to be fixed but yeah. on that topic um, if they're doing extensions and you're coloring your hair, you have to be cognizant that the extensions actually match right. the color. Yeah. So what about somebody that is getting their hair done the day of their wedding and they don't like it? Okay. So when it comes to the bride, chances are we're not going to have an issue with that the day of the wedding. Hence, they've been in for a trial and we ah, that's right. We try multiple styles and they're pretty set. The only time they'll change it the day of the wedding, if they'll be like, oh, I want a few more pieces out front or it's windy today. I want them pulled back. Like modifications. Other than that, it's usually... It's usually the bridesmaids. So it's so before you even get into the bridesmaids, you're right because I, I it's just funny because I'm thinking back now. Very rarely do I ever see. Actually, I, I don't think I can remember a time that the bride didn't like their hair. Hence, because they've sat on a trial. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you said, like maybe every now and then they're like, oh, I want a little bit higher or more hair down. Right. It's modifications, but you're right. It's always. The bridesmaids. It's the bridesmaids. It's the bridesmaids. Talk to me about this. And brides, brides, zil, bridesmaidzillas. What would you say? Because they're really, they're well, more difficult. They are. I it's mean, not their day. But it's they not like their day. And I swear, they've paid. They've paid for a lot of things leading up to hair and makeup. So when it comes to hair and makeup, I swear they want to look the best they can. Yeah. And but I think like her and I were just talking about this on the way over. The pictures that people show us. You know, because that's such a big thing right now with Pinterest and everything, they want to look exactly like the picture. So nine out of ten times, we do what's in the picture. If they don't like what we did that's in the picture and we need to do it over, that's another service. So I got a question for you. Is it out of the norm that a bridesmaid will do a trial with you? Out of the norm. Okay. So... The mother of Moms. the brides, yes. Yeah. All right. So, so basically, if you know that you're picky, or you, so to pay the money, and get a trial, or just shut up, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not your day. You are allotted thirty to forty minutes for the amount of money you're paying. You show us a picture. We do exactly what's in the picture. You don't like it, then you're going to get charged again if we even have time to do it again. So and, and honestly, it's one of those things where I mean, like you said, it, it this is the stuff that we, people want to tell you that they're not going yeah. to. So if you know you're picky, if you know you have tough hair, because also in, in like your defense, you've never worked with their hair before, right. and it's the expectation, right. like that you know, unfortunately, um, you know, they show you a picture, and most of the time they have extend the picture as extensions. Well, I'm working with someone that has half the amount of hair. You can only do so much. So I, you know, say it in a way like this is a great reference. You know, we'll I'll try to get it as best as I can, but 
so if you know if someone like 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 myself, right? I'm pretty low maintenance when it comes to the beauty department, right? I, if I showed you a picture, whatever you did in my hair, I'm probably like, okay, it looks great, thanks, fine. But if you know, if you're listening and you are someone, or you know that someone in your bridal party is that way, maybe would it help if they just sent? They can't afford a trial. Just sent you a picture before and it said, "My girl's thinking that and th- about this," yeah, and you some, can tell some people. Some brides will send pictures like a heads up, like this is what they're thinking. And... Do you invite that? Because I guess I'm I trying do. To say it's like because you could turn around, and you could say, "Okay, does your friend have hair extensions? If she doesn't, she has to move on to another style." Yeah, right. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, just trying. Oh to... no, no, no. That's that's a we we absolutely welcome that, a hundred percent. And the other thing is. A lot of times brides will experiment on these wedding days with, oh, you know, I've never really worn my hair up for a wedding. Let me try it today. Uh. And then they try it and they're like, well, I hate my hair up. And it's like, well, that's what you asked for. And there's really not like, sure, we can take it out, but that's going to take more time, in which case you're getting charged for that. So note to self, if you do have the time and you're doing another style, be prepared to get hit up with the bill. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it's time's money. I, I mean, time is money. And that that is also a segue into the whole cancellation of the weddings. Well, talk to me yeah, about that. I mean, I, I think over the last like two years with COVID, I think it's been definitely more. I, I feel like it, it has happened more where brides are like canceling their weddings due to COVID, due to someone's health issues, all sorts of scenarios. But I don't think people understand, Sarah, and you can understand this because you're a business owner. If we don't go into work, we do not get paid. We don't have you know, paid time off. We don't have sick days where we get paid to stay home sick. We don't work. We don't get paid. So when we're reserving you know, time for these weddings and they cancel them, you know, out of our cancellation policy, they're going to get charged the full amount. I'm really, really happy that you brought this up. Um, I just want to weigh in on this. Yeah, no, I feel, weigh in. I feel very like strongly about this. Um, you know, what people have to understand, I mean, I don't know we're talking about the hair and makeup, but just in general, yeah. the wedding industry, the real estate that we're selling, yeah, we're selling a service. It's actually the day. It's the day. It's the day. So when you res- – so because I understand it from their point of view. They're looking at it as like, okay, they planned a day and they're not doing that day anymore. Right. So they're looking at it as like, but I'm not using your services. They forget that in this industry, yep. you only have so many real estate, hence days, I like that how you can you, sell your word. service. Yeah. Right? So you just booked up my real estate. You just took up my day. And I've probably declined – X amount of people. Yep. And if I haven't declined X amount of people, I'm going to do. Or just bottom line is that's how we get paid. Yeah. Right? Most of the time I've already declined people because people book a year to two years in yep. advance. So I can no longer work on that day. You've taken out that day. So you ha- I have not done your services, but you stopped me from my income. Exactly. That's what people mm. have to understand. They don't get it. So and now they can. So like, like we have to explain it to them. If you book something... And, and it has to do with a wedding. You are reserving Carrie and Krista to work on you or your girls or your mom. Um, and if you cancel, you stopped them right. from doing that. And that doesn't mean that I can't sympathize with them. I mean, it, if I were on the opposite side, trust me, it, it, would, it would hurt a little bit. Of course it would, but... Um, I, don't want, I, I don't like to come across as some hard bitch if you want to call it that but the bottom line is we're trying to make a living 
Well, honestly, though, it's not about not sympathizing. I know we all do. I mean, if anybody ever met you, you're the, you're the most lovely person. Oh. I don't think that that's what – but I think what it, people need to understand is there's expectations and there's rules. So, for example, if you go into a store and you buy something and you don't have a receipt, sometimes you get store credit. Or sometimes you have 30 days. Like The, the bottom line is there's expectations, there's limits, there's rules. Yeah. So in our industry, if you book a date – you are not going to look at that contract. You're not going to get refunded for a lot of people. And it's not that we don't have sympathy. It's, again, remember the other side of the spectrum. I have sympathy that you booked the date, but you got you reserved me. Bottom line is, though, you canceled on me, and I can't work that day now. Right. Period. Exactly. It's like I, I said to this client that called me for her daughter because they canceled 30 days, mm-hmm. 30 days out. Yeah. I'm like, I can't. I'm not going to be able to book this date. And you know what, though? So on the other side of the spectrum is, like, I have sympathy for them. So in my contract, there is, there's t- like, there's a point where you, okay, so just back up for a second. So look at the contracts, right? For me, I don't know how it is for you, Carrie, but for me, if you want to book Dan and I, it's 30%. Yep. Right? Everything else is refundable until a certain point. Yep. For That's me, how it's, it is for for us me it's 30 days. So technically, if you are 31 days out, I'm refunding you everything except for the 30%. Yep. So, uh, but uh, then, but then there comes a point where it's non-refundable, right? And that's right. within thirty days. So why do I do that? I'm hoping to book it. I'm probably not going to be able to book it. But the point where I'm trying to say is, I recently had a couple who did not proceed with their services. They canceled their wedding. I sympathize with that. They got their money back up to thirty percent. I kept thirty percent. So someone could look at it and be like, "Oh, well, you got paid." 30% for not doing nothing. No, they're not realizing that that literally I got I lost money because right. that 30% just puts just puts my life on. That covers like the damages if you want to call it but, that. Well, but well, yeah. it pays for my it just pays for the everyday uh, my website yeah, to operation. run, my insurance, uh-huh. my my lights. Yeah. I, I'm the, happy that you're pointing that out because it's not just us showing up and taking pictures and doing the hair and makeup. Like, we have a place that we have to run. Yeah, and if you, even if your person doesn't have a brick and mortar, they still have insurance. Right, right. They still have the brushes they use. I still have the camera. So that just pays for the hard costs. So I look at it as someone looked at it as like, oh, well, you got paid X amount to not do anything. No, I actually didn't get paid at all. And there's only so many days that I can and get paid. And the way that I run my business is I look at it as like, Dan and I are going to get paid for these days. Yeah. This is how I set my pricing. I'm thinking I'm going to do X amount of weddings. So if I say I'm going to do, I'm just throwing a number out there, 40 weddings a year and I end up doing 39 that's a problem because right. <laughs> that's affects my so that's the point I'm gonna just want to like just kind of stress out there I didn't yeah. want to need to hop on your bandwagon oh, no, no. but I, it's real I, estate people well you and I are both in this and we're doing the same type of thing that 30% so. I'm just letting you know that 30% is not paying you know me to not go to your wedding or Dan not to go to your wedding that goes literally back into the house yeah. and it's lost income uh, uh, 100% yeah so I guess I not agree more so I, I think we stressed that <laughs> <laughs> I think they got the picture. I think I'm like, all right. So now that we're talking about money, okay, talk to me about tipping. Oh, you know, this is always it, this has always been um, like a hard subject for me to really like broach. I'm going to start putting out a tip jar. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, I know I, I've seen it before, but you know, I started looking into like where tipping came from because I I didn't really understand the concept. Um, so, you know, I was looking it up and it I guess it started over I think in London or England or somewhere over 
sees and it was kind of like a courtesy thing to show that you really, you know, enjoyed the service, which I understand. But I, what's weird to me is like all of a sudden it's like everyone is asking for tips. Dunkin' Donuts, right. Starbucks, the gas station. I mean, it's just like everywhere they, you know, mm-hmm. they turn the thing around and they're like, tip. I don't like I'm, I'm confused. Like what, what, what are we tipping for? What are what are people tipping us for? We have to pack up all our stuff, put it in the car, drive to where we're going, unpack all the stuff. Wait, wait, you're trying to tell me people don't tip you guys? No, they do not. They do not. Oh, I thought it was just us. <laughs> <laughs> I did a whole FYI, right. guys. We have a whole episode on tipping. Tune into it. Um, I. Just so, just so you know, I, I always see the hair and makeup people majority of the time getting tipped. And it's funny because I look at it and I'm like, why aren't you? Yeah, I'm a service. Now, I get it. In my, I looked it up. They think that because we own the business, we're, we're, we're small business owners, we don't get tipped. And I understand. But the thing is, we're a service industry. So, like, so what I do is obviously, like, if I get tipped, I'll split it with my second shooter. Yeah, 50, and that's 50, what we do. Or if, like, my second shooter yeah. gets tipped, they'll split it with me because it's you're tipping me on the day of. And I'm like, I'm with you guys all day. I'm surprised that you guys don't get tipped because I do see that happening. But obviously what you're trying to say is it doesn't happen all the time. I mean, I would say 50% of the time. Okay. So, so no- we did 70 weddings last year. 35 tips. So in your that. industry, it's customary to tip. What's the percentage that you find that? What's a good amount percentage? Because like, here's the other thing, a myth buster. So I did a whole episode on tipping. In the wedding industry, you know how like, you go to a restaurant and it's 20% mm-hmm. if you have good service, right? Yeah. And you can tip. So obviously if you have a caterer and you're tipping 20% on that, or if you have like some of these videographers or photographer packages, 20% is a lot of money. It is a lot of so money. So for us and, 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 and for for me, as a photographer, it doesn't have to be 20%. Okay. But what is I, for you guys? Well, it's funny you say that because I was always wondering what the what was normal for you guys to get. Because yeah. it is such a large lump sum. For us, is in, it a percentage? In my opinion, I think 20% is customary because at, at the most, they're spending, I don't know, call it like $3,000. And then I have like four to six people that have to like split it. So the, 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 I would assume that a, a percentage of a tip would be 20%. Because when you go to your hairstylist, yeah. you give them 20%. Yeah. So um, I just assumed it was a percentage for yeah. you guys. So, that it, so basically in the hair and makeup world, it's customary to do what you do. When, like, when I go get my hair done, and I, I tip right. them 20%. Yes. Right. Like, now groomers, you tip 20%. Yeah. So it's a service industry, it's 20%. Just like a wait staff, it's a 20%. I can tell you, though, for the other vendors, um, like for your for your hair and makeup artists, for your transportation, those are percentage, 20%. But when you start getting into, like, some of your big yeah. tickets, like your yeah. bands, your DJs. videographers, DJs, catering, uh, venue staff, it's not a percentage. I so get that. I, I have a whole podcast on that. But yeah. it is customary to tip honestly guys i hate to tell you you should be tipping everybody that goes to your wedding and that works on your wedding and that should be part of your budget well you know what sarah i i i felt bad doing this and now i don't and i'm going to tell you why i just recently started including gratuity in the contract as a separate line item because really at the end of the day we bust our ass 
to make sure that everyone is taken care of. We run a tight ship. We make everybody feel good. Everyone feel happy. We make sure everyone is happy. If they're not tipping, we've been in this industry so long where it just, you know, it, it, it doesn't feel good. So it's like I would rather have them tip us and then it makes us feel like it's really, 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 really worth our time of really busting our ass. Is that, I don't like, I don't know. Does that no, make sense? It does. So it does. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, so if you are, the bottom line is, I mean, that's why we're doing this. You know, we're not trying to be harsh on everybody. We're just trying to give you, I mean, it's helpful. If you're planning a wedding, you expect a tip and that should be part of your budget. So therefore it just, it goes hand in hand. Right. And just to reiterate, the money that we get, again, isn't going right in our pocket. It's covering, like, the cost of product. It's covering gas. It's covering, you know, my salon. You said the lights, the utilities. Mm -hmm. So the tip is just kind of like an extra, I don't know, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, in my pocket, whereas everything else may not, may not it. necessarily just... be. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back because I have a couple more questions to ask you. I want to kind of get into, you talked a little bit about photos, when people show you photos. I want to talk about that more. So let's Because I want to change it and do something different. Oh. No more photos. Don't show me a photo. <laughs> I'm done. All right, well, Krista, you're going to weigh in on this after the break, all right? Yeah. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. And don't forget, you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now, let's get back to the episode. All right. All right, podcast friends, welcome back. So if you were listening before the break, we were kind of getting into some, you know, hard conversations that we're just here just to help you all with, right? So with that said, um, we're going to get into a little bit more tough conversations to have, but I want to talk about pictures. Like when a couple or a bride or a bridesmaid shows you a picture of a celebrity and they say like, you know, Oh, they don't have any makeup. It's a natural look. Like, just give it to me straight. What's happening here? Yeah, I think Krista <laughs> and I have two kind of different, you know, opinions on the pictures. We encourage know, makeup, pictures. Makeup versus hair. But we're going to, yeah. we'll get into both sides of it. But yeah. for the makeup, I think the look right now is the no makeup look, which I can wholeheartedly appreciate. But I think they think there's no makeup on their face. Like, they just maybe threw some mascara and concealer on, and they look that good. No, it's actually quite the opposite. They have a ton of makeup on <laughs> to make them look like they don't. There's contouring. There's highlighting. You know, there's there's eyeliner. There's shadow. It just It's just in tones that make it look like you're not wearing a lot. So, you know, for those girls, a lot of our clients will come in and say, you know, I just want to look really natural. And it's like, I will make you look very natural, but you're still going to have a decent amount of makeup on so that it can photograph well. Right, Sarah? I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of people see a picture and they, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I mean, I 
look at like okay like honestly I'm sure you get this all the time I look at Jennifer Lopez right I'm like oh okay she's just naturally beautiful I mean I'm sure she is I mean she even has this reel out there that like she's pretending to wash her face and like you literally don't think that she has makeup on I'm like she has something but I I think the the bottom line is people are trying I understand the feeling of not wanting a lot of makeup on like I myself don't wear a lot of makeup right so when I get my makeup done by you Carrie I want to look natural but really there's a lot of makeup on there but it looks natural right right. so I think that people need to realize um the the fact that what you see in a picture sometimes not is really what's happening there yeah and I think the main point of that though is that you're having photos taken of yourself you know, so to put on a tinted moisturizer with maybe some, um, you know, like dewy primer in it and you go off, you might look fantastic, but it will not translate the same in a photo. What about you, Krista, with hair? T- talk to me about, because that's the makeup end. So what about the hair end? Yeah, so the hair, I mean, I love pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm a visual person. They're great references. However, again, the expectations just aren't the same. I mean, the pictures they show you is a model that their hair was perfectly prepped, have the, the, the right amount of hair, it's healthy, it's shiny. You know, you're getting a bridesmaid from the night before from the, uh, the rehearsal, and I'm her hair's right. a hot mess. <laughs> and they want, they want me to create this beautiful, like, updo. So... I'm huge on, like, communication and consulting and doing a consultation. Like, I treat it like I have a client in my chair and I'm about to do highlights. And I ask them a series of questions. Do you, like, do you want to wear it up, down, half up, side part, middle? Do you like volume? Like, what don't you like? And I just, like, want to create something myself. Like, great, you show me an updo, we're going to do up, but it's definitely going to be a modification of the picture because yeah, in like reality- based on their own hair. Right. You kind of have to work with what they have. Yeah. And I think we do the same with makeup. It's like, you know, they want a dark, smoky eye, but maybe they don't have the right eyelids for it. So you kind of just modify it so that it fits the shape of their eye. Right. But it's like you have to communicate that to them because if they're holding the picture next to their face or their hair, it's not going to be identical. Right. It's, it's more of um, And if you, back to the hair, a lot of pictures that they show us, they're all blondes and highlights. And an updo on a blonde highlight looks different than someone like with Carrie with dark hair. You lose that texture. It looks different. So if the model has blonde hair and you have dark hair, the updo is going to look different. I never even thought about that. It does. And I'm sure they don't even realize they that don't. either. Like, yeah. especially the braids. Braids are huge. When you have braids on dark hair, you it kind of gets lost. Yeah. Versus... You don't see the, you don't see the depth. The depth. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's kind of, you know, you, you do what you can, but you just kind of have to realize it's not going to be exactly like the picture. So it's we're still kind of getting back to the same thing where it's just like setting up expectations. And then, you know, for the bride, they've already gone through all this with you. Right. You've probably already did some trials with them, educated them. So for bridesmaids walking into the chair, sitting down and they show you a picture, just they have to understand that, you know. It is what it is and just set their expectations. You know, I I deal with this the same time with photography. Like someone will show me a Pinterest picture 
and and I would love it, but like that shot in California on California light right. at four p.m. and your wedding is in New England, and we're doing pictures at six p.m. Right, I, and I you're like to you. trying to recreate someone else's work. <laughs> Yeah. But you know what, though? It's just, it's just setting up expectations. So hence why they're listening to this. So if you guys have a picture, again, I think it comes back down to, like, it's uh, is it wrong to ask your the bride who your hair and makeup is and they could just send the picture to them and say, like, no. can this even work? No. Yeah. I think that the photos are great ins- inspiration, but it's not the end-all, be-all of, yeah. of the look we're creating. All right. So let's talk about a little bit about the day of, right? So... Come the day of, tell us some myths that happens at the day of. I'm assuming that there's a lot of things going on with scheduling, workspace, personalities. Talk to me about this. Energy. Sometimes you walk in there, you can hear a pin drop. (laughs) I know. Or you walk in and there's times, Carrie, don't you feel like you're the hired help? You're like, oh, you're here. Like, just... And then you have other ones that are so, like, welcoming that they're like, come to our wedding. Yeah. But I think it's just so different. You don't and you don't know what you're walking into. No, you really don't. I think two things with that, Sarah, is one timelines, appointment times do not work. And I stress this more so with the wedding planners. Okay, because I feel like the wedding planners feel like it's part of their job. Um, since they're getting paid to kind of see everything through, to put in timelines for everyone on the day of. How often does that work, Krista? <laughs> Never. Never! Someone's in the bathroom. Someone ran down to Starbucks to get a coffee when Or they're all time. doing yoga when you get there. Yeah, so... <laughs> or, or, or their hair's wet and dirty. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious. Like, I, I can... I'm with you guys. So one of the things that I talk to my couples about is... It, you guys are going to not like me for this one. You ready? A little secret. You're going to say the makeup artist run behind? No, I oh. tell them to tell the makeup. So, like, let's say I need the bride to be done with hair and makeup by 1. I tell them, tell your hair and makeup artist you need it done by 1230. And like, no, you should do that. So I, I, I like that. So, 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 like, you guys think that I need her done by twelve thirty, but really, it's one. And the reason why it gives you a buffer. It's, it gives me a buffer, but because you know why? It's not. It's it, it's it's not the hair, hair and makeup person. Yeah, maybe sometimes it is, but it's a lot of times it's what they're walking mm-hmm. into. So they're. I mean, yes, they know. You guys know how long it takes your bride, your client, but you have other people who are not your clients that you're well, getting in that so day. So we put in a buffer too, Sarah. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically. I always tell the bride, check with your photographer what time you need to be ready by because you guys run the show. Mm-hmm. And then once they tell me that time, I even put in a buffer. And you know that. what? And even then, we end up. I mean, I know every time I work with you, it's it's. I feel it's, like it's pretty smooth. It's sailing. always yeah. So there has to be what we're doing is right. But I yeah. mean, I got to tell you, there's nothing worse than I watch a a client sit in the hair and makeup chair. If that is the first thing they get in done that day, and if they run late, their entire day is late. And I will try to make up for it because obviously the most important thing is them getting to their wedding, their actual ceremony on time. But you know what suffers is the service that they're paying me for because now they're not going to get everything that they're supposed to be getting. Because I will not make them late for that wedding. Um, So, yes, I love that tip. It's like the scheduling. Yeah, so we just say, I I say, ask the photographer what time you need to be ready by. uh Uh-huh. I figure out how many girls, how many stylists, and I and I whatever the start time is, I want everyone in the bridal party to be there at that time. 
So end of story. Th- end of story. That's it. Like There's that way, yep. God forbid anyone's running late. We have a plethora of people to to pull from. Mm-hmm. And then that way there's always someone in each chair. Because honestly, for the listeners, you don't realize some of the stuff that we see. Like you think like, oh, we're never going to run late. You know what? You don't take an account for like, for example, out of your control. Like what if the tuxes were delivered that day and somebody, This, I mean, this literally happens all the time. Like someone's bow ties the wrong color or ties yep. the wrong color or shirt doesn't fit. Who's going to go and take care of that? You think the guys are? No, you're going to send one of the girlfriends uh-huh. who are most likely in your wedding party or the mother or somebody. And that now takes time away from you guys in the chair. Yep. Or someone just had a baby and Pumping. she's breastfeeding. Yeah. And yeah, and she's going to go tend to the baby. And, and you can't tell that baby, sorry, you got to wait. Yep. You know? No, it is what it is. There's yeah. so much that can go wrong. Yep. Something always comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether so just it's tell them to be there at that time. Chaos. And that's the end of that. All right. So let's talk about. <laughs> so that's it. Done. Like, be there. The time your makeup artist tells you there. Everybody. So let's talk about space. Because I have a little say in on this. Like, when you guys arrive on the day of, what's tell me about what you guys need for that day. I mean, I feel like hair and makeup is a little different. I feel like the hair needs a little less space. Um, wouldn't you agree, Krista? Yeah. Like, you have your table on the side you, of your you chair. You have a lot more like, things give. to put out. Oh, my God. So, for us, like, I need at least three feet of space. We walk into these hotel rooms, and there's, like, a nightstand and then a stand with a TV on it. And I'm just like, oh, my God, how, how am I going to do my job? <laughs> and not to mention, then when you have everybody show up, call it eight girls and we're all crammed in one room and I have no space um I want to scream get honestly cranky. yeah I get cranky I get cranky. <laughs> I think that's like the right word yeah is it is it doable a hundred percent but after you've been in the business for 20 years you're just kind of like no I I want I want the space I need I want to do my job right I want to enjoy doing it so I think if I could say anything about space like check with no, actually, no. It really should be my job to communicate to the brides how much space we need. And then prior. for the brides. Yeah, prior. Because, yeah. like, we'll walk in there and, like, we're rearranging and making No, And that's space. the thing. It's like, so obviously, if you have a good hair and makeup person, they should be telling uh, their, their clients this. But obviously, for people who are listening, not everybody, you know, might have the same type of service that they're getting. So if you're listening, check with your hair and makeup. Uh, what do they need so that way you can be ready for them? Like you might need to be in natural light next to an outlet, obviously. I mean, the space cleared out. The other thing I want to throw in there is um, a lot of times we're chasing after the same light, same area. So hair and makeup sometimes wants the natural light. Sometimes they bring their own lights. I've seen all different hair and makeup people, but for photographers, a lot of times, you know, you're going to use natural light. Some people use, they bring their own lights. But if you want natural light, Sometimes the area that the hair and makeup person's using is the same area that we want to photograph in. Yeah. So, and you don't want to put somebody in their white dress in the area. And I, I don't want to make people start panicking and start thinking like all this stuff they have to think about. But again, it's all about prep. Talk to your hair and makeup person, see what they need, have that area available. And, you know, and it's just, that's it, period. And the it's the one a, thing I can say yeah. with that is, my favorite thing is when they're having getting ready in hotels and they don't have a huge suite. Like rent the conference room. I yes. know 
God, I know, I, I don't know how much that costs. Um, and I, I would imagine at that point, you're probably like, ugh, like another thing. But if I could have it anyway, it would be that. <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, obviously, that's if you could have it anywhere, that would be that. If somebody has that in their budget, do it. If they don't, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I could tell you a lot of times when the hair and makeup person leaves and packs up and we start getting ready, I bring them back to that spot sometimes. Yeah. And now you have residue from the makeup and whatever. So, you know what? You have bridesmaids. If you can't afford a conference room, have bridesmaids. Have them clean that area up. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't even think of that. I, I mean, end, I, I end up doing it. I know it gets. I end up doing it really messy yeah but you know what sometimes they don't have a photographer that can do that and like then and then you learn like all it's just it, then you all of a sudden you have makeup on your dress or something or sometimes the bride's like i don't want to go there or sometimes like because there's makeup there or, or or sometimes people are getting their hair and makeup done so again it's it's we're all here to work together yeah but i think the most important thing is i just know that there's a space that you guys need and there's a reason why you need it yeah. so just talk to your yeah hair makeup. I, I think i could probably do a better job at communicating what it is we need too, you just so. have to you know and then that's that um the, the thing too for me is um <laughs> sometimes when you have large wedding parties you have the hair and makeup people in there there's hairspray there's people taking showers oh my God, the there's so Is much it bad. I don't even notice. Probably because you guys, <laughs> you guys have been sitting in there. But for someone like when when we walk in, really, yes, it's a haze. It's a haze. Oh yes. My God. So it's like I I cannot tell people who are listening. Please crack a window or open up your door a little yeah, bit. You a... don't realize it until like I never I, thought about that. Uh huh. Uh huh. There's nothing you're doing wrong. Right. Nothing you could do about it. But it's it's yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's definitely a haze. I feel like especially in. The studio, um, I don't know. I, I see it more than ever, but I, I need to open a window. I mean, sometimes you can't. I mean, again, I, it's just just throwing this. Well, that's yeah. what we're talking about. We're talking about yeah. these things. I I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, it's sometimes it's not even from the hair and makeup. It's just I'll walk into a room, maybe the, and like the bridesmaids took showers or whatever the guys, and it's just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, oh my God! The things the you must you, see. Yeah, see. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's just you know when like you, it's just that mist, that feel. Like, yeah. It's just it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. No, I I, I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, then before we get into the wrap up question, ladies, is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know? Um, I guess there there is one last thing, and I would say it would be to to definitely feed us. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I don't know if it's just me. I I feel like. Every time I'm doing a wedding, it's like in that time where I'm like, I need something. So, yeah. And then you'll come over to me. What do you got in your yeah. bag? <laughs> and then it's like sometimes they will have this big, huge platter of food and they'll be like, help yourself. And other times they won't say anything. Like nothing. Or they won't have anything. And then it's just like awkward. Do you have any food? Or like, I don't know. I try and bring my own and then I forget. But it, I don't know. It's just nice to have some stuff to like. Like bottled water. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we all bring our own snacks, but I don't think that people realize that you're there for a few hours. Right. So just, you know, it, it, I don't know. It's just, it's you're just saying it's nice. That they, yeah, they, I mean, it, it would be nice. Mm -hmm. and, and usually, you know, it's not like they're like, no, but sometimes they don't have food or they don't think of it or they don't think to offer it. And then we always feel awkward, like, um, do you mind if I... Oh, I always eat steal all your a sandwich food. on the way out. <laughs> I guess I do too, and then I feel bad about it. Yeah. 
All right, ladies. Well, time for our wrap-up question. What are some key points that couples should be thinking and asking when they are planning for their hair and makeup? All right. I, I guess start with, um, you know, when showing us a photo, just know that if you want a natural look, it's still gonna you're still going to have a decent amount of makeup on. Okay. Two, when in doubt, tip. Got it. <laughs> Three, um, make sure you look over the contract because if you cancel outside of, you know, the allotted time, you're going to get charged 100% of the contract. Yep. <laughs> Appointment times do not work. Show up when you are yeah, assigned. Sh- show up when you're assigned. Five, we need space to work. And for the makeup especially, we need at least three feet of space, like tables per artist. No dirty hair, please. (laughs) And no wet, or I'm going to yell this season. (laughs) And definitely um, everyone needs fake lashes. And just let us do our thing. Trust us. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Let us do our thing. You're in good hands, for sure. And don't experiment I guess the last thing is don't experiment with hair that you're unsure of because if you want your hair done differently or taken down, it's going to be an additional charge. I love it. Great points. I hope this didn't come off like too, um, what's the word? No. Honest? No. It's too transparent. Hey, hey, that's why we're here. Aggressive. (laughs) I don't know what you would call it. It, no, I think, I mean, if anything, you know, we, you, you just helped everybody become one step closer to their stress-free wedding planning process, right? True, yes. So for our listeners with that said, Carrie, can you let them know um, a little bit where they can find you? Yeah, so if you visit our Instagram, it's Pro Radiance. Um, we're on Facebook, Pro Radiance Artistry, and then we have a website, it's proradianceartistry.com. And you can book a bridal phone consultation on the website, fill out a bridal inquiry form, um, or book any of the appointments we offer online. And then what I'll do is for our listeners, I will have all of your information up on our show notes, on our blog, and our website, which you can find us at sarazarella.com backslash podcast. So thank you, ladies. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes, along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, we have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.